Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it if you can. Leave us a review, it really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out, definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters. What's up, y'all? It's Mike here for another episode of the Life of a Fighter podcast. Before we jump into today's podcast, this episode and every episode is brought to you by the Life of a Fighter shop. You can go to lifeofafighter.com forward slash shop and get all the great products, services, ebooks, content, nutrition vault access coaching programs, all that good stuff. We have specials running, all that good stuff. You can check it out and you have questions, feel free to message me as well. You can go onto our social media at Life of a Fighter on everything, except on Instagram, it's at the Life of a Fighter. Just DM me or you can email at info at lifeofafighter.com with questions. All right. So we're jumping to today's topic of looking at protein as a whole, because this is a common question that I get a lot with a lot of different clients. And when we're looking at protein, one of the key things I like to look at, or at least to cover first, is why do we want to take in protein in the first place? Why is it important? And many of you may already kind of have an idea, may already have a really good understanding or have no understanding whatsoever. So I figured I'll just touch on that and then we'll dive into some sources and some variations of those sources of protein. So first and foremost, protein is made up of amino acids and amino acids building up to that protein, that's the building blocks of muscle. So we need to have those present in our body to actually repair tissue damage that we've done during a training session, workout, anything like that. If we don't have both our essential and non-essential amino acids present in the body, we're not going to be able to rebuild muscle. And there's over 20 amino acids between the essential and non-essentials. And the difference between essential and non-essential is non-essentials actually produced in our body. So that's why it's kind of named non-essential because we don't need to take it in with our diet. We have it covered. The essential amino acids are things that our body's not going to be able to create itself that we're going to have to take in through our diet. And that's a key balance that we need to be able to have because as I mentioned just before is if we don't have all the amino acids in our body, we're not going to be able to build protein. So that's why it's important that we take it in through our diet as well as just feeding our body and having it within itself. So kind of have a little bit of an understanding of protein. Now let's talk about, I think, another really cool benefit to protein that maybe doesn't get talked about enough is when we look at some of our energy systems that we have and how our body utilizes what we have in our body for energy, protein is one of the best things to have because it's really hard for our body to use it for energy. What that means is when we take it in our diet, more than likely it's not going to be stored or utilized for energy. It's just going to be broken down to use for muscle repair or excreted out of our body. We're not really going to break it down and utilize it for energy or store it as fat. So, and I'll kind of dive into that system. We have a system called gluconeogenesis, which basically breaks down protein or amino acids and utilizes it for a carbohydrate or turns it into glycogen for our body to be able to utilize for a glycolytic system or our energy systems. But really importantly, uh, protein, when we take it in 
A, by itself or with other foods, it's hard to digest. So it takes a little bit of energy. The actual thermal effect of it, quote unquote, so the, the amount of energy and the heat temperature effect of digesting it is beneficial for A, slowing down the absorption and digestion of other foods. So for example, let's say you have a big bowl of cereal. Okay, that's gonna probably digest pretty quickly into your body for energy, which may be a good thing, maybe a bad thing, depending on what our goals are and what our activity level is in that upcoming hour or for the rest of the day or whatever's going on. If we add protein to it, let's say for example, you add, for whatever reason, you add a scoop of protein powder, or you put eggs in there, or chicken, I, I these are weird combinations, even peanut butter. Sometimes I'll utilize peanut butter because it has fat and protein in it to help slow the digestion and absorption down of whatever I'm eating. And the benefit to it, so the kind of list that usually will go in the order is carbohydrates are the easiest to digest and absorb. Then it's fats, and then it's protein. When we add the harder to digest items, either even from carbs, even like fiber, for example, or in fat, or protein, most importantly, is the hardest to digest, we slow down the digestion and absorption of the entire meal. So another really cool benefit of protein is when we add it to a meal, it slows the digestion and slows down the blood sugar impact and the insulin impact of that meal. So let's say I'm taking lunch, for example, and I'm going to have a sandwich. I have a sandwich, but I don't have any meat on it or any protein source. I just have... I don't know. Let's say I have bread and mashed potatoes, which is a weird combination, but believe it or not, it's delicious. I know from experience as a kid, I used to love making a mashed potato sandwich because I was weird. Doesn't matter, but let's just use that as an example. We eat that. It's going to be pretty easily turned into glucose, which is either going to be stored as fat for later, converted over, or utilized as energy for whatever activity we're doing or about to do that's being utilized from our bloodstream at that moment. Now, if I add in some chicken, I add in avocado, which has some good fats in there, which has fats in general. It's not described between good and bad fats right now. It's going to help, again, slow the digestion down, slow the absorption down. And then instead of, let's say, that meal taking 20 to 45 minutes to digest and get shot into my bloodstream and utilize before it gets stored as energy, maybe now I have an hour and a half to two hours or more. Now, everyone's body is going to respond differently as well, so that's another caveat to it. But the goal or the, the idea and the takeaway is I want you guys to think if you add protein to a meal choice, it's going to slow the digestion down. So that's a huge benefit. Again, going back to prior statements of that's going to be key from even building muscle too. So if it's before or after exercise, that's a time we want to take in our protein. Really, I say after, especially before, we kind of want some of those carbs and fats and nutrients that we're taking in to get kind of absorbed into our bloodstream relatively quickly so we can use it for our workout for energy. Now, depending on our goals, you may actually not want to utilize your dietary intake of calories for your workouts. You may want to rely, have your body rely on its body fat for its energy to break that down to utilize in the bloodstream and so on and so forth. That's kind of a, a different maybe topic altogether, but just something to think about. More importantly, protein, again, will slow the digestion down and absorption of your carbs and fats. So if you want energy, don't have protein before your workout. I'd rather see and what I suggest to clients and athletes and everyone I work with is either taking an amino acid supplement during your workout, like branched chain amino acids, which consists of leucine, isoleucine, and valine. And leucine's the key amino acid out of our 20 plus. It's one of the key amino acids that's associated with protein synthesis and muscle sense, so building muscle. So we want to make sure we have that in there. And it's recommended usually about three to five grams. Um, for leucine or really at least one to three grams um, for our branched chain amino acid mixture. 
And then we also want to have isoleucine and valine in there as well with about a one to three or a one to one ratio. So if we have three grams of leucine, we want to have at least one gram of isoleucine and one gram of valine. So that's a little bit diving into during the workout and before the workout and after the workout. That's the real key time to take in protein so that we can, again, help our body rebuild and prevent further catabolism or our body breaking itself down for energy if it's running out. So usually that will happen though. People are kind of afraid, you know, this post-workout window of how much time do I have to take in protein? How much time do I have to refuel? It's kind of showing now with a variety of different research and studies that the window is getting longer and longer. It's not necessarily a half hour to 60 minutes. It could be even upwards of two to three hours. As long as we're taking in those nutrients throughout the day and you're not putting your body in jeopardy, you have a little bit more time. So it's less about, oh, quick, my body's going to start breaking down all the muscle. It's more about giving it the tools necessary to rebuild itself and not necessarily break more muscle down and use it for energy, which can happen, but that you'd have to have a really drastic either workout and calorie burn or a drastic calorie deprivation where you're not eating a lot and then your body turns to its muscle tissue for energy because it's running out. It's ran through its glycogen storages. It really doesn't have a lot of fat available or it's too much of an effort. And gluconeogenesis is kind of like a last ditch effort to utilize protein as energy or if there's a surplus of protein coming in your diet. That's the other side to it is if you're having way too much protein and um, you don't have enough carbs, you don't have enough fats in your diet, your body will turn to the excess protein, utilize gluconeogenesis excuse me, as an energy option to utilize it for energy. So that's just something to understand. Don't go too hard with the protein where you have three to 400 grams a day, no matter how big you are. But it's usually, I'll be honest, most people don't have enough protein. And if you do, that's great. And if you have questions, obviously feel free to reach out to me or reach out to us here. And our team can kind of help guide you with that. But that's kind of the the benefits of protein. That's why we take in protein and why we recommend it. So to kind of recap the benefits, again, helping prevent muscle tissue breakdown, B, helping rebuild muscle tissue that's been broken down in a workout so you get bigger, faster, stronger. Three, it helps slow the digestion and absorption down of meals so that you have more time to utilize the energy that you've eaten and it's not going to spike your blood sugar and insulin. And also, just to have, again, a balanced diet too. So there's all those varieties and options. Now let's talk about another question. Once we cover those topics, typically people are going to ask, um, how am I going to take in my protein? What's a good source? What's not a good source? What's the difference between whey protein, casein protein, vegetable protein, and all those varieties, plant-based protein. And to me, ultimately it's always the choice of a, as long as it has all the amino acids, essential and non-essential, you're good. Secondarily, if it fits your lifestyle, you're good. Okay. So there is going to be optimal choices like whey proteins, a faster absorbing protein, especially depending on the type and the source of it, whether it's actually from a food source like um, animal meats or um, animal products in general, or even plant-based products, um, depending on the source again, or casein protein, which is a slower digesting protein. And the difference in the thought process is typically you want to have a whey-based protein or a faster digesting protein around your workout, just like your carbs are wanting to be faster absorbing so that your body can absorb them and utilize them for the activity you just did. Throughout the rest of the day, I like to think a hybrid of both whey and casein protein or a slow and fast digesting protein. protein. And then at night specifically, I like to think about a a slow digesting protein um, so that your body can utilize it throughout the night and sleep. 
Now, that doesn't mean cram a huge casein shake at night before sleep if your goal isn't specifically building muscle, putting on size or strength or recovery. If our goal is specifically weight loss and maintaining muscle, we may actually want to just drink fluids and not have anything coming in and have other proteins coming in throughout the day to hold us over. Again, it kind of depends lifestyle, what your goals are, how your body responds. And there's a lot of cool things that we can utilize, whether it's um, blood tests, whether it's looking at nutrient panels, whether it's looking at your hormone levels. There's a variety of options that we have that, you know, our team here at Life of a Fighter will utilize with doctors with our dietitians that I'll look at and that we kind of reference out for. And that's what's cool about the programs that we utilize is it's a team. It's not just myself. Um, But also it's just knowing what's my goal, what's the benefit. So if the goal again is weight gain or muscle gain, and that's the sole focus, we want usually a hybrid blend of whey protein around your workouts and then casein protein at night, maybe earlier in the day. So it lasts. And then If your goal is more specifically weight loss or um, metabolic burn and things along those lines, you can still have both weight and casein or you're you're slowing fast digesting carbs. I mean, I'm sorry, proteins. However, you want to have more of a focus on what your caloric levels are at, what your actual macro ratios are, how much protein to fat to carbs you're eating, and less about, all right, what's the digestion rate of my protein, which is an important thing, but we have a couple of other things on our checklist we can look at. Um, so again, now let's talk about some good sources from a food standpoint, and then we'll talk, uh, talk about supplementation. So from foods, um, this is even something I've covered, talk with my clients. We have an ebook, our 28-day challenge, and we list, and I basically just like to go through a lot of those sources that I've utilized. And you can kind of click below for those. Um, so think about any kind of animal products or, or, or meats. So we're talking about chicken, chicken breast, chicken thigh, chicken wings. All those are going to be options for protein. Um, you can, again, beef, pork, lamb, any one of those are going to have a good protein source. We also have eggs, dairy products in general, whether it's milk, Greek yogurt, yogurt. That's all going to have good sources of protein, cottage cheese, other cheese options, really any kind of cheese except American cheese is going to be the biggest one I'd say to stay away from because it's usually more processed. So we want to try and curve away from that. We also have um, plant-based proteins. The key to plant-based proteins is making sure you have a complete amino acid spectrum. Again, I talked about essential and non-essential options. So for example, mixing rice and beans. When you mix those two together, even though not exactly plant-based per se is, but people don't typically think of that because they're so high in carbs, that will complete a protein spectrum. So that's the key. Then from a supplementation standpoint, we can look at, again, whey-based proteins, plant-based proteins, and casein-based proteins, and they'll also be hybrids. What I'll do is I'll list all of those for you below, so check out those references and resources. I'll also link to a couple of the products that I really like. For example, Onnit has a really good one. Dimatize has a really good protein. Um, We have... Even Chaos at Pain that uh, Coach Brian over here at Rogue Combat Club works with, they have some really good supplementation from amino acids to pre-workouts and all those things, but their amino acids for the protein side of things are really good. And um, I like Quest Nutrition even for their snacks, and they have some really good powders and mixtures. And we have a variety of options, so I'll link to those below. But that's, again, guys, just a little bit of the coverage I wanted to give you on protein, why it's important where it kind of comes from, the ideas behind it. And I can dive into it a little bit more if you guys have more questions, but I figured this is a common topic. I feel like I'm being asked in person or with clients, so why not address it with y'all? And I hope that's helpful. Check you guys next time. Peace. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for 
watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between. Dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free and that is it y'all. See you on the next one.